Well, hey, everybody, what's going on? How's everybody doing tonight? Doing okay? Hey, even if you're not doing okay, that's why you're here, right? Amen. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to start tonight by reading uh, just a few verses out of Psalm 95 that the Lord's been speaking to me over these past few days. And it says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms for the Lord is great and he's the great king above all gods. And now Hebrews attributes this psalm to David. And we know that David's in the wilderness. He's running from Saul when he's writing a lot of these psalms. And what I love about that is even though David is being chased, he's hiding, he's fearful for his life that he's telling us to choose joy. And so tonight as we worship, I just wanna encourage you to choose joy. Whatever season you're in, whatever you're going through, we're in the house of the Lord. He's here with us. He's faithful to inhabit the praises of his people. And we know and believe in faith that there's a work that he wants to do in and through us tonight. Amen. Amen. Because he's moving, he's redeeming, he's restoring. And it's our job to surrender, to come to him with open hands. So can we all lift our hands tonight to the Lord? We just say, Jesus, that we're here for you. Holy Spirit, we lay aside our expectations our fears, our doubts, our struggles, whatever it may be tonight. And we take hold of the joy that we have in Jesus and the resurrected savior in in our identity that you call us your sons and daughters, that you see us as worthy. So we surrender afresh to you tonight, Jesus, would you come and do in and through us what only you can and everyone said, Amen. amen. Come on, let's worship.
shadows you win every battle nothing can stand against the power of our god and almighty fortress yeah you go times that there's joy in surrender. Amen. You know, and I, I touched on it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but man, that I've just been fighting. And in this season of just, just being transparent, just feeling drained. And uh, what I, what the Lord keeps bringing me back to is, is King Jehoshaphat sending the worship leaders out into battle first, because he know, he knew just as we know, that there's power in our worship, that our pra- as our praise goes up, the Lord's power comes down. And so this isn't a time that we need to take for granted. This isn't, you know, uh, just a, another night. But every time we come to worship the Lord, it should be taken seriously because we're singing songs of surrender. We're singing songs of his power, meeting us where we're at, redeeming, restoring, just as we were talking about. And so I wanna sing that chorus one more time, just as an anthem moving forward tonight that we're not gonna fight, we're not gonna resist, we're giving the Lord our yes, we're gonna surrender afresh to whatever he has for us tonight. Whatever space you're in, I know that getting kids in the car, getting out of work, trying to make it to church, all that stuff can be stressful, but can we push that aside for a moment? Just be real with the Lord. You know, cast our cares at the foot of the cross tonight because I really believe that every time we gather, the Lord wants to do a work, but we get in our own way too often. And it's the same with me. I try so hard to fabricate, you know, something that the Lord wants to do, or or I come with an expectation and I say, oh Lord, this is what you wanna do in and through me tonight, right? And most of the time he's like, no, (laughs) I wanna do something completely different. And so I wanna encourage you as well as encourage myself to just be open with the Lord, be transparent to whatever he has for us tonight. You know, you might have an expectation with this being a night of prayer and worship, like this is what always happens. 
but it's not a time to take for granted. It's not a time to sit idly by, but we're here to actively engage with the living God. Amen. Amen. Let's come on one voice. Let's lift it up tonight. So when I fight, I'm
And as we enter into a time of prayer tonight, God, we do want to choose joy. God, we thank you that through the death and resurrection of your son, that we can have joy and we can find joy in the most painful of times. That we can look to the completed work of the cross see your sovereignty, see your faithfulness, see your love for us. God, would you remind our hearts tonight of the power of praise, the power of prayer, the power of of surrendering afresh, of being honest and open with you, not trying to hide, not trying to put up a front, but saying, Lord, here I am. Would you come and use me? Would you do a work in me? So God, we continue to push aside our expectations, what we, what we want to happen tonight, the hindrances that may be clouding our minds. We want to take hold of you. Behold the riches of your glory tonight. We pray all these things in faith. And everyone said, amen. amen. Aren't you glad to be here tonight? Man. And we are just so blessed up here. What Billy puts together every week and everybody up here. Yeah. So at 2 o'clock this afternoon, Pastor Billy came to me and asked if I would share tonight. This weekend is men's retreat, and it was really easy for me to say, are you crazy? I'm busy. I've got things to do to get ready. I've only got one day left. (laughs) My response was, give me five minutes and let me pray about it. Well, the rest is history. (laughs) God said, you better be up there sharing what's on your heart. So going into the retreat, God gave me the theme of all in. Why, you might ask. We are in the end times, amen? What are we going to do with the time we have left before our risen Savior returns? And Pastor Eric has been very diligent with that after Easter to not forget that he has risen. We still have that hope today. Turn with me to Ephesians 5. In the first 21 verses, we are instructed on how we are to walk. The first one is love. How do we walk in love? So Ephesians 5, starting with verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. We are to imitate God. We know we can't do it perfectly, but allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us on how to be imitators of God. And our greatest example of walking of love is Christ. 
what he did on the cross for each one of us is the greatest example of love ever. Verse 8. Let's talk about walking in light. For you once, you were once darkness. Before you came to know who Jesus Christ was as your Lord and Savior, you were darkness. The word enmity is used. You were against him. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And Galatians 5.22 will give you the fruit of the Spirit. And remember, it's singular, not nine different things that are listed. If we are born again, saved, followers of Jesus Christ, we are no longer in darkness. We are a new creation in Christ. Verse 15. And we all need this one. Walking in wisdom. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. In the very beginning of verse 16, it says, Redeeming the time. This is so, so important. Because once a moment in time has happened, we can't go back and get it. It's gone. Redeem the time that you have. Because you never know when your last breath might be. I use these verses in premarital counseling and in marital counseling. Why? Because it shows us how we are to walk in our Christian lives. And when we do, our marriages and relationships will glorify God. Satan is in full attack mode against relationships and marriage. He knows his days are limited. He knows it. He knows it's coming. He doesn't know the day, but he knows it's coming. And he is going to do everything he can to take as many with him as possible. Ladies, gentlemen, young adults, don't let Satan get a foothold in your relationships. It breaks my heart to see marriages and relationships suffering. Five years of counseling here at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hundreds of couples have been in my office on the edge of calling it quits. I give God all the glory and praise for the miraculous work that he does. And he wants to do it with you. I ask you tonight, not just the men because you're going to the retreat. By the way, I opened up registration 
<laughs> you can still sign up tonight at 11.59. So guys, get signed up if you haven't done so. <laughs> Are you all in? All in for what Christ has for you in the days that you have left. We're going to go into a time of prayer now. Only about 10 minutes. I want you to pray over relationships and marriages. It might be your marriage that you're in. Maybe you're not married, but you're in a relationship. Pray for that. It might be family members that are struggling. I ask you to pray for them. It might be friends, neighbors, people you work with that their relationships are struggling. I have a couple in in my family that I'm struggling with right now and trying to, to get that worked out. And I pray about that. Lord, give me the words to share with these people. Give me the wisdom to share with people. Because relationships are important. And the best relationship we can have is with Jesus Christ. Amen? Absolutely. So for right now, uh, just break into some small groups around you. Two, three, four, five, six. Whatever you feel comfortable with. Pray about relationships. Pray about what God puts on your heart. And you're going to get a little timer up there on the screen. So... uh, At the end of that timer, then uh, Billy and the, the team up here will start again. So, thank you. God bless you guys.
just as as we were praying for or as a team up here um, just really felt the Lord burden my heart uh, with the story of of the prodigal son and how Pastor Mike was talking at the end about our relationship with the Lord being priority and first and foremost and I just feel like tonight there's there's someone in here who needs to run back to the Lord who needs to restore that relationship with the Lord who needs to allow the Lord to come in and, and do a fresh work and um, just want to encourage you guys just for a couple more minutes if if that's you in here to pray to ask the Lord to come in and restore and renew you know, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that, that we're a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And I feel like the Lord wants to do that in and through you tonight. And um, just as a body, can we pray for that? Just for a couple minutes for, for the people who need to come back to the Lord. I know some of you guys already stood up, but uh, just really feeling like the Lord wants to restore some things tonight. I want to give the space to do that and the time to do that. So just, just take a couple minutes, just lift up that prayer. as we enter back into worship, God, we thank you that no matter how many times we run, that no matter how many times we pursue our selfish desires, Lord, that when we come back, when we run back to you, you meet us with open arms. That you're waiting for us with grace, with forgiveness. Or we just continue to pray for relationships and marriages and God, for singleness as well, that, that you would just be glorified in and through all of it, that we would lay aside our pride, our selfishness, Lord, but we would be uh, that image of Christ that loves that gives grace, that gives mercy at every turn. And we thank you that, that we're your beloved children. That you've called us into relationship with you, that you that you see us in our mess and you still welcome us in. We praise you for that, we worship you for that, we give you glory and honor for that. And we just continue this posture of worship and are relying on you.
heard the accusations, I've heard the propaganda, I've heard the lies they whisper to my soul. I have been forsaken, I'll always be forgotten. No matter what I do, it's not enough. But then I heard a voice as it opened up the heads, reminding me of who I've always been. Yes, I am your beloved. You bought me with your blood, and on your hand you've written down my name. Yes, I am.
God has redeemed you. 